Welcome to the program. I'm your host, Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888-ROAD-DOG. The website is letstruck.com. The show is all about the business of trucking. If you've got questions about trucks, money, fuel mileage, maintenance, tires, taxes, technology, getting started as an owner-operator, finding freight, working with brokers, whatever it might be, pick up the phone, give me a call. We'll talk about it here on the air. I'm going to get to those calls in just a little bit. I want to talk about something today that I've been talking about a lot this year. I've opened many of my shows in the last six months with different versions and variations of this topic, and I can see us talking about this a lot in the future. And the reason that I keep bringing it up and keep talking about it is because I'm still working through it. This is an ongoing thing. And and really, I think we're going to be talking about some form of these issues for quite some time. We are in the middle of what I think Really, we will look back someday and say this was kind of a revolution going on right now. And, and I mean in the world, in the economy, and even in our industry. If you look at, you know, the history of business in the U.S., we had the Industrial Revolution, you know, over 100 years ago, which changed everything and really set up our way of life for the last 100 years or so until uh, the 80s. And then we saw the computer revolution. And if you look at what happened in the Industrial Revolution, the millionaires, multimillionaires, billionaires that came out of that, there's in a revolution, there's always huge opportunities. You know, the, the Rockefellers, the Gettys, uh, those kind of people from the Industrial Revolution, steel, oil, uh, banks, those kind of things. The computer revolution, we saw companies start from nothing Uh, it's kind of hard to imagine that apple now the most valuable company in the u.s apple is the largest company by revenue and and value in the u.s and to think that they didn't even start until i was in junior high Uh, That's how new they are in business. That's still very new. They started in 1976, two guys in a garage. And in in what really is a short period of time business-wise, they grew from two guys starting to build computers in a garage to the most valuable company in the U.S. Pretty amazing. We had the kind of internet.com revolution which started you know kind of in the late 90s early 2000s we saw companies like google uh, didn't exist prior to that amazon ebay we could go on and on the the major companies that came out of that revolution that one is still going on that one is changing and evolving all the time and and part of that is what's driving some of the change in many other industries, including ours. Now, take a look at what's going on in our industry, and most people will say that it's all bad news. And on the surface, it very well could be. We've talked about this stuff before. Look at, look at the things that are changing in our industry. Uh, the new technology in engines, which has been an absolute nightmare. 
carb, one state, one state out of 50 dictating what an entire industry is going to do. That's insane. Shouldn't be allowed, but it's happening. We have ELDs coming. We know they're coming. That's going to be a huge change in the way we do business. We have the different medical requirements that, you know, we keep hearing about sleep apnea and the testing and, you know, what a problem that has become now with the new regulations as far as who can do a DOT physical. Uh, we're going to see changes happening there. And we have a very aging population of drivers, and we're not bringing a lot of new drivers into the industry. And the ones we do bring in don't stay very long. A huge percentage of the drivers, new drivers that are brought in, don't make it through their first 12 months. We're trying to turn a lot of drivers into owner-operators, and most of those are failing in their first 12 months. Some of them fail and get out of the industry. Some of them fail and go back to being a company driver. But we're seeing a lot of change in that area. Now, your customers, your customers are facing a huge problem. We have some things in the industry that we're going to have to adapt to. Uh, but your customers are going to feel the pain more than you are. I think we could certainly look at all those things about trucking right now and say it's all bad news. But we could also set those aside and say, well, they are what they are. We could figure out ways to deal with all of these things. Where is the real opportunity? And I think if we look at the good things that are happening in trucking, there's lots of opportunities. Yes, we're going to have to deal with things, and most of us don't like any of these. In fact, most of these are all because of government intervention. We also have new insurance requirements coming. Um, and again, most of our problems, when we look around the industry and say, okay, what are the problems? They're almost always because of government intervention and regulation, really. But you know what? We'll deal with them. I don't think they're going away. I don't think there's much we can do about them. We can certainly get involved and vote and do all those things that may or may not help. But there's also huge opportunities. I've been talking about and I've been hearing about the driver shortage. I can't even remember. It seems like really almost the entire time I've been in this industry, at least the last 15 years. We've been hearing about this driver shortage, mostly when the economy heats up and things are booming. That's when we hear about it. Then it's the, the economy slows down and it's not such a big deal anymore. But right now, we're, I'm hearing this everywhere from everywhere in the industry. And the economy is not booming by any stretch of the imagination. So I think the driver shortage we've been talking about is really here now. But that's a good thing. That means there's going to be tons of opportunity for the people who figure out how to do this. Now, I think it's a great opportunity for us, but it is a huge problem for all of our customers. If you want to own a truck, and that's who I'm talking to here, people who either own one truck or own a small trucking company, 
there's huge opportunity coming. Or if you're a driver and, and you want to get into that part of the business, being an owner operator, huge opportunities coming. What you have to realize is that the problems your customers are going to face because of it. The, the shippers are talking about it. The brokers are talking about it and the carriers are talking about it. And if you own a truck, those are your three potential customers. You can either have shippers as customers, brokers as customers, or a carrier as a customer. And I know a lot of people don't think that way, but you really need to. If you have a business, you have to have a customer. The way to know who your customer is, it's the person that pays you directly. Not indirectly, the person that pays you directly is your customer. What I mean by that is if you're leased to a carrier, the shipper ultimately might be paying the freight or the consignee ultimately might be paying the freight, but they're not paying you. You do not receive a check from the shipper if you're leased to a carrier. You receive a check from the carrier that makes them your customer. If you receive a check from a broker, I don't care who's paying for the freight. If the check that you cashed came from the broker, the broker is your customer. Those are your three options. And all three of our potential customers in this industry are facing a big problem. It's a big problem for them. It's a huge opportunity for us. Now, uh, Lots of these changes are causing confusion. And when we have lots of changes, people get scared. People are afraid of change. I've even recommended several books to help you deal with change because it's not going to stop. And in fact, the pace of change, how fast things change, is going to keep changing. It's going to keep getting faster. So the first thing you have to do is be able to deal with change. What I really want to talk about today, and I've said it many, many times, but I'm going to talk about it some more when I get back from this break, is what you can do to take advantage of all the opportunities that are coming. Some are here already, and they are going to continue to come. The vast majority of this industry, when I talk about, I mean, owner-operators, 95% of them are going to miss out on the opportunity. I want you to be a part of the 5% that knows how to really take advantage of it. So that's what we're going to talk about when I get back. Stick around. You're on the road, dog. Sirius XM 146. I'm Kevin Rutherford. Welcome back. I'm Kevin Rutherford. The number to join us, 8888 Road Dog. We're going to get to the calls in a little bit. Uh, I'm talking about all the change that's coming in our industry and what what you can do to take advantage of the opportunities. There are going to be huge opportunities. Your customers right now are facing big problems. You could be the hero. You get to solve their problems, and that's a way to be very successful and make lots of money. The, the, the thing is, like I said, 95% of the industry doesn't get it. They're never going to get it, and that's a good thing. It makes it that much easier to be part of the small minority, the 5% that does get it. And there's lots of opportunities for those. You have to decide. 
Do you want to be the leader of your own life or you just want to sit back and watch and wait and see what happens? You can't do that. You've got to get out and do something. Now, the good news is that even with all this confusion, all the change, all the unknown, one of the reasons I keep talking about this and I'm going to keep talking about it is because there are so many unknowns. I don't have all the answers, but I do know that if we stay focused on this, that we will find the answers. And the good news is I'm going to help you get prepared no matter what's coming because we don't know what's coming. But there's a simple way to be prepared and to be ready to take advantage of the opportunities when they come. Now, one of my favorite definitions of the word luck, people tell me all the time how lucky I've been. I, I was lucky to you know, start my first successful business when I was 16, my second successful business when I was 19, my third when I was 22. Now, I've had some failures in there too. But every time I succeed, people tell me, well, you were lucky. You were in the right place or you knew somebody or maybe that is. But I found the best definition of luck is when preparation meets opportunity. The good news is opportunity is always there. All you have to do is get prepared and then the, then the magic happens. Here's how you get prepared. I've said this so many times, but I'm going to say it again. Three things you need to focus on. You need to focus on education. And I'm not talking about college. I'm not talking about high school. I'm not. Uh, our formal education system today is a wreck. Our formal education system today needs to be scrapped and we need to start all over because we are not preparing people to succeed and thrive in this world or this economy at all. We are teaching all the wrong things. We need to teach practical, everyday stuff that works, not the things we've been teaching in our uh, school system or even in our colleges. Uh, so when I talk about education, I'm talking about f finding people who are succeeding today and figuring out what they did. The good news is almost everybody that succeeds today writes a book about it or they give a seminar about it or they have a blog about it. it there's so much information out there about how people are succeeding. The better news said this a thousand times. If you drive a truck for a living, you should have an, a, a PhD in results because you have 60 hours a week to learn. Uh, you know, the, there was, I got kind of in a slump uh, at the beginning of this year as far as reading. I, I know I say I, I try to read two books a week, and I do. Uh, most of the time I hit that goal, many weeks I exceed it. This year has been a bad year for me. I got kind of in a slump thinking, God, I've read over a thousand books. What's left? But I, I sat down and said, I'm going to start looking for some books. Uh, I'm going to look for some new topics I think that could help. Just this morning, I spent about three and a half hours reading and bought six new books on my Kindle. I love my Kindle. I have a book idea, hit it, get a sample. That way it's on my, on my Kindle. When I get around to it, I read the sample. If I like it, I buy the book. Can't beat it. Um, 
almost, not every book, but almost every book I read and recommend is available on audio so you can listen to it while you're driving. That is number one. If you want to be prepared, if you don't want to be left behind during all these changes, get educated. Go learn about business. Go learn about goals. Go learn about leadership. Go learn about communications. Go learn about all those things. There's so many areas and there's so many good books. Learn about the internet. Learn about Facebook. Um, learn about podcasting. There, there's so much opportunity. Number one is education. Start listening. Number two, you've got to have goals. In fact, you might even want to put the goals first because one of your goals could be to get educated. Yesterday, I had a caller who said he heard me talking about this a year ago or so, and he set a goal to listen to so many books, and he's doing it, and he's hooked. He loves it. Love those kind of stories. So goals, education, and I know you're tired of hearing it, but numbers if you're going to run a business, you've got to know your numbers. Now, we're going to talk more in detail about those three things. I've talked about them a lot. We're going to continue talking about them. Uh, but I, I do want to get to some of your phone calls. Before I do, I think that the opportunities that I'm talking about are in two very different areas. The one we're going to spend most of our time on, I think there's a huge opportunity for people who own trucks whether it's one or five or 10, after 10, things will get a little dicey because you'll be right in that mix of the carriers with all the problems trying to find drivers. Now, if you could solve that problem, you will be wildly successful. We're going to see companies shrinking, not growing. I don't think we're gonna see the big carriers get bigger. I think we're going to see them get smaller. They're going to have to tighten their belt and and do more with less because finding drivers is going to be a problem. That means there's going to be opportunities. The other place that I think there are opportunities though, and I'm gonna talk about this a little on the air, uh, but we're going to be working on this a lot off the air uh, in our seminars and in other places. And that is there is a, a, a huge opportunity for people with trucking knowledge and experience to build a business sharing that experience, which is exactly what I've done, by the way, for the last 20 years. So I, I know a few things about how to do that. And I'm already helping people do that. I, I think our listeners, the listeners on this show, the people who come to the CMC, they have a tremendous amount of knowledge and that knowledge is extremely valuable. So you know, we're working with people. I, I, I could go through the whole list of the people that are a part of our team here at Let's Truck that are still owner operators and drivers. And that's really where we're reaching out to and helping them build a second business outside the truck, helping and, and using their knowledge in the industry. I did it. Uh, I started my accounting company in the early 90s when I was still driving full-time, and I drove full-time for about six years while I was building that company. Uh, and I've done this several times now. So 
there, there's two distinct opportunities that I see coming, and I want to help people take advantage of both of them. So we're going to be talking a lot about that. 